This podcast may contain offensive content. You have been warned. podcast i am your host and dm johnny and this is tales from troll skull volume two as we join our group in the sewers of Waterdeep, trying to find a cure before we get into the rest of the episode first let me tell you you can find us on our website at www.flyinglizardstudio.com any app that plays a podcast and on twitter at diecast podcast or on instagram the diecast podcast we're probably going to be using that a little bit more. Uh, my apologies. I've been a little under the weather. If my throat sounds a little hoarse, I've been trying to get better. So much has happened. First of all, thank you so much to the Canadian Podcast Awards and Fan Expo for hosting us. Everyone was great. Jennifer, John, Chuck, you were all wonderful. If you came by and saw us at the booth, thank you. Thank you so much. It was great to see you. It was great to talk some D&D, and it was great to record in front of Everybody, speaking of which, we'll be playing the live show, which is the next episode in this series on our Twitch channel. We have one. We haven't done much with it, but we will be showing our awesome and cool live episode Wednesday, September 13th at 8 p.m. EST. We will spam links. We will spam video and we will spam pictures across all the socials to let you know. But it will be there. And then the audio version will be released as a podcast on the following saturday and it'll be cool and gravy and then back to our original tuesday release schedule so it's gonna be a whole bunch of episodes smush 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 all together but check out that live episode it's 45 minutes of fun and amazement it was really cool to do we hope we get to do a lot more in the future and see a whole bunch of more of you out at conventions out at expos we will be there. We will be there on mass and we would like to see you and say hello. We want to say thank you to our sponsor, the Storytelling Collective. They're currently in the midst of short stories, September. You can go check out their website or their socials to get involved. It's just a bunch of small prompts to get you writing short stories. It spawns off a lot of good ideas, a lot of creative adventures. Uh, go check them out at storytellingcollective.com, their website, or on social media at Storytelling Cole. They are a fantastic organization and they are branching out and growing and we are happy to see them grow because they're an all-inclusive organization of people to help you tell better stories. Comics, poetry, short story, TTRPG writing, they have it all covered. Go check them out. I can't say enough good things about them. Really, really go give them a look. You will love what you see when you go check them out. I think that is it. I'm trying to get this done under the weather. I think I got that live show sponsors socials lots of fun coming up in this episode the ranger lord is on full display whitney does such a great job i can't wait for you to listen and then the live episode is next wednesday september 13th 45 minutes of fun and adventure 
I'm already starting to fade fast in this, but I love you all so much. Tell a loved one how you feel. I will see you on Wednesday and then on Saturday and then on Tuesday again for the finale. I love you all so much. Take care of yourself. Stay healthy out there. Tell a loved one how you feel. I love you all so much. All right. See you next week. Bye. Hello, hello, everyone, and welcome to the Diecast Podcast. I am your host and DM, Johnny, and we are here for Tales from Trollstall. Going to do that one more time because Tales <laughs> from Trollstall is a completely different series. <laughs> hello, hello, everyone, and welcome to the Diecast Podcast. I am your host and DM, Johnny, and welcome for, welcome to Tales from Trollskull, Volume 2, Episode 9, 10, something like that. We're, we're, we're in that ballpark. Uh, and I'm trying to refrain myself from doing this as Kermit the Frog as earlier, but we have our group of uh, Pichu, our Ranger Lord, uh, our Encyclopedic Druid, and our Golden Eye uh, Cleric, who has now seen more Golden Eyes pop up in the group, venturing down into the sewers on a quest to find ingredients to find a cure for the Order of the Silver Gauntlet. They encountered some very familiar Rat King Beast Undead aberrations and successfully conquered them and discovered that there was a small little gazer popping his one little bulbous floating eye around the corner from your group after a successful encounter. Uh, not so successful for athletics and acrobatics checks. Some people got dipped in the goo. They became golden eyed. Yeah, some things happened. But it's, that's that's tomorrow's problem. That's tomorrow's problem. But we are once again in a very hot and humid. There is sweat just kind of or uh, there's condensation beating on everyone's uh, who is wearing metallic armor. Like everyone's leather armor is kind of just glistening just with the with kind of just like a dew. And everyone just has like sweat rolling down their foreheads, kind of stinging their eyes. Uh, some are much more golden now. Uh, as you see this one little gazer pop his head like, oh, is, is the, all the troubles gone? Uh, I can, I can come out now. Yes. Yes. Uh, and Eleanor is sort of going to look towards the voice. Can we tell who, who comes yonder? There's a light sort of nearby, nearby it. Absolutely. There are actually, uh, small little sconces actually, uh, based on what happened with the previous group. Uh, you were surrounded by darkness and then all of a sudden just kind of the lights ah. go on. Like someone just literally flicks a switch and the lights come on. The gaze like, oh, whoa, it's, well, that's crazy. It's been dark down here for so long. I mean, so, so custom got it. Let me, let me blink my eye a little bit. Blink, blink, blink. <laughs> As you see this little, almost about the size of a basketball with like two little baby eye stock nubs just like coming out. It's like, so, um, yeah, thanks uh, for saving me uh if i had hands i'd give you some finger snaps some finger guns but uh yeah so we're good right no more fighting like we're we're all pretty spent like you guys look kind of tired so i i'm i'm just gonna go and you know let's <laughs> let's just call well, it a draw well uh, actually um i mean you know we're we're adventurers of science and we could actually use your help. We don't really need to fight. Oh, oh, science! I'm, I'm, I'd be glad to help. But I, I flunked science. I was, I was, I was like a, a, a gym, a gym gazer. Yeah, <laughs> like that. That was my specialty. I, mean, like, I can do a, I can do a good psionic push up, very solid. Mm -hmm. Well, Wano is very athletic too. I mean, uh, 
but but we could use some of your time before before you go and you know eleanor doesn't want to like alert the gazer to be like flee down the other way but she's sort of like you know she's got one arm out just kind of like you know why don't you join us for conversation <laughs> i say give me a persuasion check made with advantage because yes spiced it up with the description a little bit oh natural 20 Nice. Damn. Nice job. Good start. <laughs> great, great first roll for the day. Uh, also, I'm doing the D&D one rules where uh, if you roll a natural 20, you get yourself a point of inspiration to, to, oh, to later on. You only get a max of one. So spend them. If you got them, spend them. You see the gazer Sounds go, good. oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, absolutely. You know, like, yeah, you totally help me out. Uh, my name's Dougal, by the way. So just uh, I was just chilling down here, not doing anything illegal or suspicious uh anything that but he, and you see him kind of just like <laughs> floats over and he's like all right well, what can i do you for oh Dougal, what what a pleasure i'm eleanor this is uh juano like i said uh and we also have and she'll sort of motion to everybody else to introduce themselves <laughs> hello i'm pishu and i'm quite intrigued by your non-illegal activities let me assure you they're the most non-illegal Hmm. Fascinating. Uh, hi. Oh, I know That's you. It. I know you. I've seen no, your picture. You don't. I do. Yeah, you're the Ranger Lord. You're like, couple of friends got your trading card. It's really cool. Oh, oh what? What? There are cards now? Yeah, yeah. They got little Wait. trading cards. You play like a little game. It's called the Enchanted Forest, the Gathering. And like, you're the best card to have. <laughs> oh, no. I didn't, I didn't approve this. You should you should get some residuals for that or something, at least. You're not getting residuals? Oh, that's the second least non-illegal thing I've heard down here today. <laughs> now, listen, Dougal, like I said, we are adventurers out looking for uh, scientific discovery, if you would. Um, we were sent looking for, um, uh, what was it, Pichu? Um you're not, you don't by any chance have any extra eye stocks laying around, do you? Uh, I mean, like, I've got two, and I'm kind of, you know, he kind of wiggles them. You've seen them? Mm-hmm. They're kind of nice. I like them. Mm, I, I also like them. Do you want to do an intimidation check or a persuasion <laughs> check? <laughs> She think that is more ambiguous. Okay, than intimidating. Fair um, enough. Fair enough. Uh, that door uh, open if you wanted to take it, though. Yeah, yeah that's fair. No, uh, I don't think we have to go that far. Maybe you could just like, um, you have a lot of like potions and stuff, right, Pishu? You got an empty vial or flask or cup? Yeah, yeah, we have we have flasks galore, and and above table, yeah, like we're looking for the fluid. Of their yeah. eyes, yes, or correct. is this a, okay? Great. I mean, an eye stock I, is a good way. It's kind of just like kind of like a freezy, and you just kind of squeeze um, it down. I see. Uh, but he okay. is also. Like, oh, I was just gonna say he should just squirt a couple a tears into yeah, it. Cry a little. <laughs> like squirt a couple. Of, uh, you just need like gazer tears. That's that's a bit weird. I mean, I'm also kind of happy for a gazer. Like you got to make me sad. Like, you gotta you gotta upset me somehow. They're probably the ugliest thing I've ever seen in my life. That it, that is hurtful, but I am aware of my my own appearances. Oh, I mean, I just saw a Rat King. 
<laughs> All right. I'll say either give me a persuasion or a performance check, your choice, but it's going to be made at disadvantage, unfortunately. Yeah, sure. Oh, I'm already negative at both of those things. Seven. Seven. Big old seven. You say, uh, I mean, like, guys, I see what you're doing, but I mean, I guess if you if you see the punch coming, you kind of brace yourself up. For right. Me. Like, I don't feel very sad right now. Fair. Uh, well, what what does make you sad? I mean, is there any injustices in your uh, uh, living living uh, arrangements? Uh, yeah, is there have, something that you're missing in life? Have, have you been on the surface? It's specious. Like, if you're like a biped or a quadruped, oh, you get all the rights and freedoms in the world, but you're a big floating eyeball, and all of a sudden you're a monster, and you gotta does air quotes with his with his two uh, his two eye stocks, and you gotta be destroyed, removed from the living. I mean, mm-hmm. it's it. There's a reason we use the sewers because you don't gotta look at people the entire time. That makes me kind mm-hmm. of upset. More rights for gazers. More rights for floating eyeballs, I say. Mm-hmm. Mm. Speaking of your rights, what will I find over here? <laughs> Give me your choice of investigation or perception. Uh, it's going to be investigation all day. Uh, 17. 17. Uh, you actually see behind one of these little kind of like stone outcroppings is a small little pile of refuse that has clearly been psionically thrown together at the last minute. And you can see what's kind of like a brown kind of backpack burlap sack type of type of deal underneath it. Hmm. Oh, hey, hey, hey. I mean, like, hey, we're all talking out here. Let's just stay out here and talk. That's all we got to talk about. Hey, we're talking, we're talking, you're talking, I'm talking. We're all kind of talking like we're just talking. Hmm. I feel if I were to rifle through your ill-gotten gains, perhaps that would make you quite upset. Uh, <laughs> it it actually would. You would uh, you disrupt a lot a lot of a lot of planning and hijinks that I've been up to. Um, I would be that actually. Sounds, yeah, that I, sounds terrible for you. I, all that frustration, all the work thrown down the drain, but for just to see me uh, and. Uh, uh oh i, I guess uh, <laughs> so see me hold on one quick second <laughs> forgot uh canonically uh i cast mending on uh <laughs> oh on curtis on curtis uh and he gets back up nice. uh or it rather uh and then me and curtis come back here wrong character uh and i'll send curtis to like start disturbing the oh wait wait no wait wait okay 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 here's sounds quite frustrating because it it just puts you to tears you you actually see him using his two little eye stalks it's almost like like little nubby hands he's like okay okay just like just just stop just please just just stop you're you're interfering with a lot of work okay so you need some 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 eyeball juice uh all right here here's the deal i'm gonna cut Mm-hmm. Is anyone here a doctor? Oh, I, I have a doctorate. That, that I'm not, not a doctor. That, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's a bit unnerving, but I will also take it. If you've got like a little syringe or something, I'll let you like just poke something in the back, take a little sample. 
Oh, yeah. we're very good at samples. Yes. Um, yeah, but Eleanor will like sort of like rummage through her pack and like find something. Absolutely. You have enough glass vials and enough syringes or other devices to withdraw some liquid. So I will say this is going to be a medicine check. Uh, but the DC is going to be a little tough. It'll be DC 15. Go medicine. 16. <laughs> wow. As you see, uh, Eleanor take out this nice syringe, cleans it, gets a little, a little swab and wipes down the spot. It's like, oh, that's a little cold. That's a little cold. And then uh, just as you say, that's a little cold. Like, oh, that's a little sharp. That's a little pointy. Ah, ah. And you just. Deep breath. Deep breath. You pull out half a cc of, of uh, gazer eyeball fluid. It's like, okay. I mean, like it'll, it'll refill, right? That, you're a doctor, right? That'll refill, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. It regenerates uh, 24 to 48 hours. So you should be Frank's making you by Friday. I, I will say, uh, give me either a deception or medicine check. Your choice. Uh, I'll do another medicine. Sure. Eleven is like, OK, OK. Well, I mean, like if it's a professional <laughs> telling me that's that's all right, then. Uh, yeah, so yeah. you've got your juice. I've got my non-illegal plans happening like we we good we're square and eleanor's just sort of like squirting the cc into a vial corking it like putting it safely uh i mean as, as far as i'm concerned our business here is done yes all right all right well good good doing business you kind of like just gives like a little <laughs> tip of the eye stock he's like and i'll uh See you later. And he just goes bobbing down the sewer. Like, boop, 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 boop. You actually hear him cut like his little tune echoing off the walls and the ceiling of, of the sewers as, as he goes. Congratulations. You got the, uh, you got your first ingredient. Woohoo. Mm, surely his evil plans will not come to foil us anytime in the future. <laughs> For that I am certain. Did you see anything interesting in his bags? Uh, you actually, or, or are they still behind? Or? They are still. He has left something absolutely still there. Hmm. Well, I am a curious by nature. Uh, so yeah, I will go through and see what is left here. I'll do investigation again. Absolutely, you get advantage on it this time because you've already searched it. Nineteen. Ooh. No, 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 no. Nineteen. So as you uh, scooch away the uh, the debris. You open up this this burlap backpack, and on the inside you find a sealed envelope with a wax seal, a big kind of X in the middle of it. Um, give me a history check. Nine. You. Uh, I rolled a five, so nine. <laughs> you do not recognize the uh, mm. the, the logo on. Um, and Peculiar. It's got two uh, very almost like old school milk bottles, but the fluid is like this bright, bright, like lightsaber, light blue color. And it's luminescent. It, it, and as you like jostle them around, every time you jostle them, they kind of like, woo, they light up a little bit. Hmm. Fascinating. I cannot say for what these objects are or whom this um, letter is from, but... I'm quite tempted to open this, I must admit. 
mean, we're already here. Might as well. Yeah, I have no qualms with this. Uh, <laughs> and I'll read this. Yeah, so illegal. Uh, you know, so I don't believe in stalker rights. <laughs> <laughs> ouch, ouch. Good thing Google isn't there. Um, as you pop the, uh, you break the wax seal, you open up the letter. Uh, what languages do you speak, Pichu? Uh, what common? I make uh, oh, I have gnomish and elvish. What about Curtis? Does Curtis speak other languages? Yeah, Curtis is uh, in, yeah, it's a beat English book. only. <laughs> he speaks by English yeah. only. I don't think well, uh, Cur- uh, Curtis cannot, uh, I guess, could admit sound, but cannot admit like uh, language. Uh-huh. Uh, none of those you do not recognize the language that you're looking at right now. Hmm. Can't say that I recognize this. Anyone else here? Uh, I'll take a look at it. Um, I've got uh, Draconic and Druidic. Mm-hmm. Uh, unfortunately, none of those uh, work. I can try. Uh, I just, I mean, I only read Dwarven and Giant and Common. Unfortunately for uh, Wano, that does not... Is not a language you recognize either. I will say for Eleanor yeah. and Wano, give me a history check as well. Ta-ta-ta. Try the it, Daisy. Try it. Ooh, eight and five, unfortunately. The languages I have that have not been named already are Infernal and Sylvan. Ah, it is in Sylvan. Aha, that one comes in clutch sometimes. Nice. Uh, also, yeah. Daisy, also give me a history check as well. Ooh, okay. Like that loopy always gets me, you know, you think it's going to be right sideways, but uh, yeah, I have no idea. Yeah, you have no idea what that wax seal is. Uh, Elvish is all in comic songs and uh, (laughs) someone's in Times New Roman. I need the serifs. Uh, So it reads uh, from uh, the head alchemist of the Xanathar's Guild. uh, They have quote unquote in quote blocks procured two vials of a special fluid or a special liquid from the Order of the Silver Gauntlet. They are doing it for self-preservation and protection because they don't trust the paladins anymore. Wow. Huh. They feel that this would be a better use in the hands of people who would use it responsibly as opposed to those who would sit on its potential. Wow. And we don't see who it's addressed to? Uh, it is actually addressed to, let me bring up my notes, it is addressed to Torma of the Gutter Runner Society. T-O-R-M-A. Hmm. And it looks like they, the, they wanted to pass this off to somebody where they could hide it properly and keep the paladins from not using it. Wow. So we're we're going to take this. <laughs> Right? Oh, absolutely. I mean, it's of no use down here. We're doesn't stealing? Have, and the letter doesn't say what what the liquid is. It's just special liquid. It is quote-unquote special liquid. Give me a medicine check, uh, Eleanor. I will look at it. <laughs> 15. Uh, as you pick it up, uh, it feels warm to the touch, almost like holding like a... Like, it's like holding like a, like a freshly melted marshmallow in your hand, that type of warmth. And as mm. you 
wiggle it over, like you shake it around, you realize that there's this kind of like sound harmony to it. Like it's almost kind of like a rainmaker, but for like like a harmony, like this is giving me serious Wendy vibes. It's not okay. It's not. It, well, no. It's 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 like Wendy's second cousin vibes. There's something magical <laughs> and mystical and healing about this liquid. But with 15, mm. yeah, Eleanor, this seems to be just kind of like you don't know exactly what the source of it is, but it seems like you've just got like pure healing mana magic that is kind of taking that healing mold. And it can literally become anything. You just have to craft it or shape it into the thing that you want it to do. Hmm. Interesting. That's good. And I'll probably, I'll share with the group just kind of like, well, based on the viscosity and its appearance and uh, state of matter, it definitely seems to be some sort of healing conduit liquid of some sort in its raw form. So I'd say it's definitely worthwhile to, you know, want to not steal it. If anything, we'll be returning it to its rightful owners. Right. Dougal doesn't even have like arms, so I don't know how he's getting it anywhere. Also, potentially could cure our current ailments. Worse comes to worse. <laughs> Could be quite quite a conduit. Yes. I mean, like you've you've got two bottles of it. If you want, if anyone wants to mess around <laughs> uh i'll just That's mess around with an arcana check based on the information i've heard to see if i recognize this oh, uh, yes you it's, you know exactly where this this comes from pichu this is the magic equivalent of tapping a maple tree for syrup that this is like a pure drip from a ley line and it's mm. just been given like a little bit of healing magic flavor to it essentially you're that 26 you essentially know that you get if you can tap into a ley line and get some of that magical power arcane power uh, out of it you've got a magical source that can literally become anything and it looks like that whoever had uh this these this these two bottles of liquids is and it's not uncommon for something like that to be in a in a paladin or a priest's uh temple to help out with making healing potions, making healing weapons, uh, healing items, something that will help rejuvenate or restore life. Uh, it's what you know is it's got almost unlimited potential of what it could do. And it's like, it's, it's that raw, uh, almost before you put it into like a, like a, a snow cone type of syrup for, for the maple syrup. It is in its almost purest raw state. Oh my, this is quite important. Anyway, yes, we should definitely keep both of these bottles. I think I should perhaps just hold on to one for no specific reasons at the present time. Well, I mean, I, I'm a woman of science too, and, you know, there's two of them. So, uh, take one each. There's a green well, just like he just picks up he just you know he, he just points his nose up and goes I will not partake in this thievery or I <laughs> I I like to sleep well at night but you thieves can steal actually with the golden eyes you're now in your your illness you're now at the point where you you actually don't sleep anymore 
that's yeah, that's why it's yes, I don't sleep, but I would rather never sleep again. Well, if it makes your conscience any cleaner, we have stolen from a thief himself. Or makes itself. you know better. Hmm. So no, it makes my con it makes it worse that I'm trucking around with thieves who steal no honor amongst thieves, eh? You're right, you're right, but, you know, the best discoveries happen upon the work on the shoulders of somebody else, so... Well, what if we just find this Torma person and give it to them? Then we're just, like, Because they have no intention in giving it back to anyone. Oh. Well, based on your let and on on what you read us, too, it, it was going to Torma after being stolen, correct? It was. Actually, and for, I'd say... Daisy, give me another history check for Torma. Actually, you'd have advantage on this as well, specifically for this situation. Okay, hold on one moment. Oh. Ten. Oh. Ten is good enough. Not good, y'all. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to roll it three times. <laughs> That's all right. Uh, ten's good enough for some basic info is that you know that Torma is a raccoon in the Gutter Runners, uh, Gutter Runner Society, uh, who has she's kind of like read from uh, Shawshank Redemption. She knows how to get things. She knows mm. how to get people things. Uh, and the Gutter Runner Society has kind of taken a step up and filled some, uh, filled some some gaps in the underworld of Waterdeep. You also know that they are entirely almost made up of rodents and animals. Amazing. Whitney well, wants to meet this person very much. <laughs> what about Daisy? <laughs> Daisy's a ranger. She's uh she's very attuned to the land, so maybe she's up on raccoon politics. Gotta collect that trash. Uh well, I I don't hear many objections. Stacy, uh, you're good. You can hold on to the letter in that way. We you all have a piece of the puzzle. I mean, you can do what you want with this. That's fine. I don't really have much of an interest in it. My only question is, do we take this letter at its word? Because if we do, we're on a mission for people who might not necessarily be trustworthy. I hear you, but uh, I mean, uh, it doesn't inspire much confidence either that the thieves chose to steal from a larger organization above ground. So, and the way that I see it, we are, if anything, an impartial middle party in this whole situation. And I don't just, mean, yeah. I just mean in regards to our current task, finding ingredients for the order of this silver gauntlet to make a cure. Mm -hmm. Can we trust the order of the silver gauntlet after having read what we just read? Do we continue on with this? Do you trust the word of a thief or do you trust the word of a paladin is the mm -hmm. biggest question, I suppose. Um, well, uh, 
I guess it's time to fuck around and find out. <laughs> that, that, that is certainly one way. Um, I guess, you know, worst case scenario, if you feel like towards the end of our mission, the order cannot be trusted, Pichu and I could probably come up with the, uh, the, uh, experimental cure, and we could probably run some tests faster than the order, honestly, they, they're well incapable, but, you know, Paladin's place is in battle, not in, in the lab. We should just be careful before handing them anything. Maybe. Sounds good. Yes, these 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 fluids are quite powerful in their own way, the ways of many things. But yes, let us perhaps only let, confirm that we have one vial for its uses. Could be innumerable. Yeah, for Pichu and Eleanor, like these vial or these like milk bottles they're giving you like goosebumps in the good way you're like ooh, there's so much that can be done with these so to himself peachy's like i'm gonna make such a good set of armor with this goo <laughs> uh, and you do smell lemons yeah dragon bait seems to seems to agree with that sentiment hmm well, he's the goodest little boy ever, so... Yes! Morally, <laughs> we're in the clear. <laughs> so can we get out of the sewer now? Because I'm kind of in hell. Yeah, there actually oh, is yes, a ladder. Yes, absolutely. There is a ladder right there. Uh, yes. All right. Let's uh, make our way back to the surface, and uh, we can head back, head to the towards the cemetery, I guess. Uh, as you make your way up to the ladder, uh, you feel that instant relief of cool air come washing down on top of you. You're out of the humidity. Uh, it's still it's about early evening. It's like the evening started starting to come. You can see the sun starting to set behind uh, uh, or out, out to the ocean as the stars are starting to come up. And it's you hear the smells and sounds of water deep at night beginning to take off as uh, food carts set up for food and restaurants and taverns and, and start to uh get all wrangled and riled up and people go out on their their nightly best for a, a day of a nighttime of drinks and dancing and dinners and having fun completely oblivious and you do notice that the golden eyes seem to be more prevalent than before this it seems to be more accepting of people just walking around with the golden eyes just straight up and out on their person do you wish to make your way to the city of the dead Hi. Yeah. You make your way through the windy streets of Waterdeep. Uh, it is very nice. And by the time you actually uh, get through the crowds and get down there, it is the sun is just starting to set. And this nice nighttime glow of the City of the Dead, which is a lot of people take a negative connotation to that, where it's literally just uh, it's very much think of the the. Uh, uh, what's that Pixar movie? Um, Coco. Coco. Thank you where it's families coming out to meet the spirits and ghosts of past relatives. And there's these beautiful uh, street lanterns, street lanterns that just start to give off this nice room temperature glow as it kind of lights up. And it's like this nice tranquil and serene uh, place as you see uh, visit or uh, uh, ghosts and apparitions coming out of tombs and graves. And 
meeting their families and giving them hugs and kind of just catching up on the news or people just taking a nice stroll the night uh, through uh, through the city of the dead because it's a very relaxing place to die <laughs> to spend your afterlife. Nice. Um, well, does anybody happen to have a recently deceased acquaintance uh, that might be willing to help us in our next goop acquisition you were given Nay. you were given a tomb to go to to go check out oh were we i forget that information yeah well, what, which tomb was that uh it was should i roll for history or something no no it's it's stuff you you'd have recently recently known uh it was lot 174 I have lost the name of the tomb, so never mind. It is lot 174 now. What an impersonal name, but they are a great house of Waterdeep. It's more like, more like a street address. <laughs> you make your way up, and it's actually a very nicely maintained tomb, and you can see just some ghosts, uh, some specters just hanging out, talking. Uh, their their state of clothing comes from very many various different generations past of of Waterdeep as you see the ghost like kind of like nodding like oh hello uh, are you visiting family or friends ooh <laughs> sorry but it's, it's we like we like to mess with people sometimes doing that don't don't be alarmed we're actually quite friendly here oh, mm. well, you have to... pardon me sorry no. no no it's all good um we are uh, I'll first stroll. No, nobody in particular. We were given this location, uh, one seven four. Yes. Oh yeah, oh, man. Let me tell you about one seven four and the people coming in and out of this place. It is like a like a little mini highway here for the undead. Oh, oh, we have so many visitors the past couple of weeks. It's been unreal. Ooh, it's probably because we have the 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 uh the the basilisk problem down down in the basement like ghosts don't get affected by it but we try and tell people to to stay out of the way Ooh, scary basilisk <laughs> mm, that's quite good for us we're actually on the lookout for some basilisks you know you are not the first people to say that there have been a lot of people trying to get down to the basilisk caves oh and i'll turn to Daisy, it's like, you know, um, did they seem the adventure type to the ghost? Sort of like, I, I'm like making eyes with Daisy because of her unwariness towards the order now. Now, like, Eleanor is <laughs> like, maybe now I'm ready to believe that they're the bad guys. Well, I mean, family and friend matters are a little personal. I mean, I don't feel comfortable describing the people. It's kind of like a personal thing um Eleanor, give me a persuasion check ac 16 uh, if you get more out of this ghost oh 17 gosh these rolls getting hot you see the ghost like well i mean they were armor plated some had robes uh the very distinct red set red and yellow sashes or some people had a red sash some people had a yellow sash uh very very armored and very equipped for battle, but they, when they came back up, they didn't look like they, they had a fight at all. Huh. Curious. 
Um, do we recognize the attire, like the colors? AZ 100% recognizes that attire because it has been sitting across the street from Trollskull Manor, keeping notes and keeping watch for the past couple of months. Whitney's, Whitney's got some thinking face going on. Yeah. I mean, the only, like, Daisy's mind right now is she's like, the people that she trusts most, one of them is Mari, and Mari is a thief, and she's kind of like... Existential crises about it, yeah. And so, like, it, I'm, like, going through all my spells. I'm like, do I have a message? Do I have sending? Can I get in touch with her? What will she tell me? But, like, um, okay. So that's confirmed, sort of, for me, a little bit. Still doesn't mean that we shouldn't go and get what we need to get, because I would still love to not have golden eyes or have other people have golden eyes. <laughs> oh, yes. And... If you have golden eyes, you do have the ability to, uh, you, you essentially just have true sight right now. Oh, that's so incredible. See people, see invisible things and see people in their true forms. And you can see it through the ethereal plane as well. Oh, I'm Ooh. definitely uh, doing that at the moment. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, Pichu, if you turn on your golden eyes, the population of the City of the Dead almost doubles as you see ghosts that are just kind of chilling in like the, the quote unquote ghost only through the ethereal plane of just, they're not in yeah. full, they're kind of like out of focus, but they're, they're definitely there like having conversations with each other and stuff like that. Yeah. Wano turns on his golden eyes. Yeah. You see the same thing. He just starts screaming in horror. Oh no. Oh, what? Why? So many ghosts. What? what? Like, well, I mean, they they go down there. Like, we don't, there's no real reason for us to go. It's also but, quite a bit down there for the Basilisk Caves. You said that they come back up as uh, appearing as if they were in, uh, were unarmed or unscuffed. Uns unscathed. Like, I, I, I'm, we've seen adventurers go down and actually die to the Basilisk. You, you get petrified, you get turned, turned to stone, and then they just kind of eat the rock because that's, that's what they do. Hmm. Yes, those rotten stone eaters. But but they uh, are, they are paladins and clerics and priests. I mean, they do have the ability to heal themselves and and uh, but you know, they they don't they didn't never looked hurried or harried. They they looked quite relaxed and calm doing it. Well, thank you for this uh, helpful information. Do you, by any chance, have a cup of ectoplasm I could borrow? Oh, that's that's a very personal question to ask. Uh, I mean, give me a persuasion check. Uh, Amazing. That's uh, uh, not my... Actually, I do uh, have proficiency Ooh. in this. <laughs> 21. He's like, well, I mean, you seem like good folks. And uh, if you're going down to the, the Basilisk Caves, I mean, I should... Position. Do you do you have a, a a glass container of some some kind? Oh yes, quite a few. As much as you could squeeze in here would be much appreciated. You seem to say <laughs> oh, okay, and takes the the glass vial, puts it up to his nostril, and then just does the classic farmer's blow and just no, and fills, it, <laughs> fills it right up, and it kind of like seeps and drips over the sides. Like, well, it's, it's not a gracious way, but here you go. <laughs> 
I see it has been a while since you dumped your ectoplasm. <laughs> it's not something people ask for very commonly. If You'd be quite surprised. Quite You're surprised right. how many I would. people don't. <laughs> <laughs> they never do. Is... It's a shame, really. Uh, well, thank you, kind ghostly visage. Like, oh, no problem. Good luck with the basilisk, and hopefully you come back up as your mortal self and, and not as one of us. Oh, that's embarrassing what it happens, let me tell you. White. <laughs> mm. hmm. All right, well, uh, well met, uh, Pichu. Uh, shall we? And Eleanor will sort of, like, head towards the access door. All right. Uh, as you head down, the tombs are very well maintained. They're very nice. Uh, it seems like a very nice kind of relaxing uh, place to to have your eternal slumber or your eternal afterlife. But you do notice that in the far back of the corner, there is a, a crack and break in the masonry. Uh, Wano, your dwarven instincts kick in right away. It's not a natural. It's not like an earthquake or a sinkhole. It's like these are tool marks. People have like dug in and carved away through the tomb to get down to this place my stone cutting knowledge is kicking in correct wow it's happening it like those falls on the ground like a dog and starts sniffing you start you immediately start to you can taste like aspects of like pickaxes and pry bars and just like that fine sweet taste of granite and marble as it just kind of like all that dust yeah. mixes together Bono's on all fours and starts like put Putting his finger in. Mm. 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 Yeah, pickaxe. Mm. <laughs> can I cast a quick pass without trace on us? Absolutely, you can. Okay. And everyone can <clears throat> drop your characters right, right there. Put a dragon bait on there. We got everybody? Hey. Hey. Two, three, we just need a daisy. All right. So everyone, can you can either give me a choice of one or the other. You can give either give me an insight check or a perception check. They're equally underwhelming for me. <laughs> Ooh. Peachy with yeah, 19, 19. Insight for 19. See what Wano and Daisy yeah, get. 16. Oh, I got a big eight. Ooh, eight. And a natural one as well. Oof. Yeah, not good. Uh, Wano, can you give me insight or perception, please? Plus seven to insight. That's incredible. <laughs> I know, right? Look how it came in handy. Yeah. <laughs> all, my, all the natural oh. ones. Oof. <gasps> I, I had one up here. It was 13, 20, and then... Oh, yeah, you did draw that first. Uh, the insight, unfortunately, is not enough. I apologize. But, Pichu, okay. with 19, you come into this cave, and the thing that sticks out to you immediately is it's very dry in here. Um, for something that has basilisk in theory, there's a lot of torches. and Like, there is a lot of ambient light. You were expecting a cave to have your own light source. This is... Aside from a couple of corners, this is exceptionally well lit. 
No, it's mad lit. It is mad. The maddest lit. Mm. Uh, it, it would have a PhD in cave literature. Um, <laughs> From everything I know of Basquist, this is not how I would expect their dwellings. And you also Quite curious. You also see no signs of petrified people anywhere. Where are the still statues of their of their horrifying victims? Oh, by the way, do be careful gazing upon this creature. It can have quite detrimental effects. Well, the the uh, the fellows upstairs mentioned that there seemed to be a ca- some sort of cave system, so maybe they've retreated inward. If um, you know, if they've been forced out of this level with this array of lighting and consorting with the tombs hmm. you are Could be. you are free to explore the cave move as you wish but if you come across something i'll say stop and we'll see if you gotta roll some dice or not okay it did cast pass without trace yes on us. So every, everyone has a plus 10 to stealth checks if you wish to do that nice um I'll probably head down. Why? Why is it doing this to me? Oh, because you're on your you're on your ruler. Yes. Uh, probably go around here and just kind of like follow the wall. Absolutely, and you you see this is natural uh cave wall, like natural stone structure. The uh chiseled and tooled part where it was at the entrance and is now given way to a it's this natural cave structure. If anyone, wants, uh, if anyone wants to roll stealth, you got a plus 10. Yeah, I'm going to roll stealth. Do it up, Wano. The wit. 15. Bad. <clears throat> I mean, the roll is actually quite bad, but... That's uh, <laughs> <laughs> the trace is hey, awesome. <laughs> hey. Just because I called you a thief. <laughs> Nothing personal. It's, just, it's uh, nothing personal. That's right. I was I didn't nice. it personally either. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you so far no one sees anything. There's just a lot of goddamn torches in this cave. Uh, uh I send uh Curtis over here who will make a uh perception check. Actually has Actually, proficiency in perception. Nice. Um, Do it up. Curtis perception roll. As you hear, like this little, like, brrr. oh, Curtis. It's a 21. Uh, <laughs> woo. Nice. Curtis picks up some growling noises from this little shaded part of the oh. cave. Uh, well, I have my golden eyes on, so can I? illuminate uh your level can actually see through the darkness so yeah you actually see what appears to be a basilisk sitting right there but it it looks like it has not taken any notice of you it seems to be just kind of like sitting on like a clutch of eggs eggs Uh, oh what is it that just changed everything in my mind dang it (laughs) If it helps, she's not aware of it. <laughs> I guess that's true. You can give me a perception check if you wish, Daisy. Yeah, I guess like uh, that Juano, uh, Juano is sort of like, ugh. I'll sort of turn around. 24. 
there is absolutely a basilisk in that shadow. Nope. And it is definitely clutched around something. I'll say because it's even almost a 25, that's a hell of a good roll. And it's so it's there's a it's in this area. Yeah, correct. And then can I see what's in this area? Oh, this that's actually just like a like a stone, like that's not a uh that's just oh, like a, just... a blank part of the map, like as a whole. Oh, okay. like a, and then what about here? Those that's also like cave wall. So like okay, oh, you see like the black okay. black is like the the sides of the barriers of the cave. And we need an eye stock, right? Mm-hmm. Um can I move like over here? Yeah, absolutely. stealthily. <laughs> Give me a stealth check, please, with your plus. And okay, that is a seventeen plus ten, twenty-seven. Ooh. And I would like to where I'm standing. There's a spell called snare, mm-hmm. where I put a rope on the ground, and. The trap triggers when a small, medium, or large creature moves onto the ground floor in the radius. What's the radius and all? Uh, the spell's radius five feet. Oh, so just like a right around you, like. And that would leave it hanging upside down three feet above the ground until the spell ends. Perfect. And these caves actually have quite a quite a high. There's about fifteen to twenty feet above you of uh, of cave that kind of like just you lose the tops of the cave in the darkness due to the torches, but it's kind of echoey. It is very dry in here and and somewhat coolish uh, from what your your previous encounter was like. But you sit down and you you give your ritual as you see this magical rope begin to form into a loop and becomes a snare. I'm going to tell everybody to back up as quietly as I can. Yeah. And Daisy's expert Ranger Lord skills, she clearly marks the area of where where the snare is. <clears throat> oh, nice. And then, I mean, okay, I'm just going to, I'm just going to do it. I'm just going to do this thing. I'm going for it. We're here. I'm going to whistle really loud and run. What? Wait. <laughs> Absolutely. Give, oh God! Give me an animal handling check with advantage, please. Okay. Thank God for advantage. Oh no, thirteen. Thirteen, 13 is enough. I'm it's, just trying to get it to chase me. <laughs> you hear like just kind of like the snarling, like, almost like two stones grinding against each other as you see a basilisk pop out and go and sees Daisy and begins to run or not run, but kind of like lopes towards, towards her. Uh, what's the spell? What's the, the, the save DC? Yeah. Let me pull that up for you. Uh, snare. It is. Sounds dexterity. No, it is. Where is it? It's, oh, nope, it is dexterity. I thought it said, oh, it's investigation to see it. Okay, so dexterity saving throw against my spell DC, which is 15. Oh, yeah, this is going to be, unless it rolls super well, is a six. 
as you see right. this basilisk get caught by the tail and whoosh, get suspended up into the air and you see kind of like thrashing around going. Ah, 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 ah. Uh, also, for those uh, in who should be aware, if you look at the basilisk, you'll have to give me a DC 12 constitution saving throw. Teacher did, did warn he us. He did though. warn us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So anything you want to do to interact or attack with the basilisk is made at disadvantage because you're kind of looking away and not giving your full attention right. to it. All right. Um. Yeah. So do I? What do I have to roll? Uh, you don't. Have to, if you don't look at it, you don't have to roll okay. anything. Well, I want. Okay. Yeah, I won't look at it then. Uh. Hmm. Good thinking, Daisy. Um, all right. Uh, you know, sort of like looking downwards. Uh, all right. Any ideas how to extract this uh, fella's parts? I, I guess. <laughs> I mean, we could. We could mm-hmm. certainly render it unconscious or something. That could help us. <clears throat> uh. Hmm. <laughs> How long can you keep? Uh, well, I guess the question is, uh, with my magical tinkering tools, can I create a eyeball extractor? Because I assume that is what we essentially need. Absolutely, you can. And I'll consider the, I believe the basilisk will be considered restrained. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm um, brave enough for this. Uh so, oh wait, no, it's just Wano could cast calm emotions. Yeah, that would absolutely. Uh, I'd say that would uh, negate the disadvantage on on the check. So, the creature must uh, make a charisma saving throw. Oh, okay. <laughs> Which they're very the basilisks are known for. They're, Hey, welcome to the Basilisk Cave. Who needs a drink? You guys want a snack? Uh, <laughs> no, they, they rolled an eight on their charisma save. And you see All right. this thrashing so... Basilisk actually just kind of calms down quite a, quite a significant bit. All right. Well, oh, that, that snare is going to last eight hours, so you have... All, oh, I have, I have... all right. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Oh, if I have eight hours, then okay. So yeah, uh, I will... Uh, I, uh, rather than using magical ticking or whatever... Uh, either using magical tinkering or my other ability, right tool for the job, uh, <laughs> I create an. Uh, if I do right tool for the job, it takes about an hour, uh, and I create a uh, uh, an eyeball extractor. All right, I believe I'm ready for our patient's surgery. Uh, give, give me, give me some, give me some flavor. Give me some detail. Like what? How does Pichu? Uh, how does Pichu get? Um, uh the the parts to construct this is it like a like a avengers loki eyeball extractor is it like uh yeah so i imagine he uh has essentially like a a piece of like metal that he can like like folds over and over again uh so that it creates like a handle with a trigger uh and um these like protrusions that can go up and down with the trigger as well as like a corkscrew like uh, when you put the pressure down and it's uh makes the lever (laughs) horrifying Uh, yeah 
Give, uh, me, give me a medicine check, please. DC 15 to extract. Well, I, I actually think first I will look at him, so I will do my constitution <laughs> saving throw. DC 12. First. Yeah. Uh, if you're looking at him, you're going to get advantage on the save because the basilisk is calm. Okay. Uh, I'll take advantage on that then. That's oh, right. So you get advantage on the check. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I see. Okay. Uh, well, the constitution. Uh, yeah. So you, you feel the, the petrifying gaze and you realize if you keep it locked too long, uh, you may, you may have some issues, uh, but you manage to get your device up and something that would normally be struggling viciously against being ensnared upside down is actually just kind of like hanging there, almost like a Christmas ornament. Uh, and you said a medicine check? A medicine check, DC 15. And you get advantage because the creature is calm. Yeah, I will also uh, cast guidance. Nice. On myself. Uh, so, advantage. Medicine. Not my best skill. Oh, oh. my God. I rolled an 18. Uh, That's a D4. Plus. I rolled 21. 21. Very nice. Yeah. As you hear this little mechanical. Funk. As the the shock of having an eyeball, and you you got everything, Pichu. You got the eye, the stock, the nerve ending. You it was a clean extraction, and you're actually quite surprised uh, at the uh, the effect of the effectiveness of how efficient at removing this basilisk eye stock is. Uh, everybody now has advantage on saving throws uh, made by because there's only one eye to look at you uh, nice. for it. Um, but you do hear off in the distance uh, a very familiar sound of kind of just like plate on stone, just kind of like plate armor scraping on stone. As you hear in the distance, just two gauntlets going. Oh, no. Uh-oh. Uh, uh, Eleanor has sort of like been watching Pichu work. And like not looking at the basilisk in general, but just kind of like keeping an eye on the room. If she turns around, like who does she see? She sees. Second, one second, as I get the various cultists out. Oh boy! Oh, <laughs> I like the word "various" there. And I will get her picture up because this is a bad picture. This is Elandris the Redeemer? Fancy. As this human uh, paladin uh, wearing what formerly looked like silver armor has now been darkened mystically and kind of has like a shadow essence about her. As you see her come through and she has three cultists with her who have these green robes on, golden eyes, and they look emaciated, They're very gaunt. Like you can see like their cheekbones you can see like the tendons in their jaw. They've got like those those gnarly, uh, knobby, ar almost arthritic fingers and paw and hands. As you see her have this this great sword slung over her shoulder, she says, "It was all supposed to be so easy. You come in, you see the basilisk, you get turned to stone, and then we remove the problem. And now you've made my day." A whole lot more complicated. And that really 
really annoys me. And that's where everyone's going to target their tokens and roll initiative. Ah! For the sake of combat, I'm going to say the Basculus is out of it. Wow. Um, this is just like, this is the kind of rules everyone should expect from me going forward. Wow. Uh, zero. I've never in my life rolled a zero. How did that, in, that cultist roll a 1.11? Uh, that's a good question. I don't. Oh, yeah. They have a point eleven to their modifier, which is <laughs> peculiar. It's very actually it's a point one one. Yeah. Uh so Daisy, you Oh my god, snare is not concentration. I am so happy right now. <laughs> it is your okay. first go. Cool. I hate this. Um so how Far away from me is she? Let's use our measure tool on roll 20. 50 oh. feet. My longbow can do that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then some. Okay. Here we go. Let's do it. Fingers, fingers crossed. Fire a shot. Oh. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. A seven? You actually see her just mm -mm. kind of like. Non -sh she looks almost bored as she just kind of like sh shimmies to one side as the air goes clink 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 down down the hallway past her uh you are above level five you have a second shot if you wish i do i'm going to get mad and move closer to her a bit Perfect. and do it again uh, like past basilisk here Basilis is unconscious. No, gosh, Daisy, come on. As you, as you see her dodge with her left shoulder, she just nonchalantly dodges with her right shoulder. It's like, ugh. and they called you the Ranger Lord. Overhyped, I'm afraid. Thanks. I didn't. I didn't come up with that. Oh, I'm so mad. Okay, I'm done. I'm uh, done. No bonus action? Not yet. Okay. Eleanor, it is your go. As you see um, three you know, cultists and the paladin staring you down. Yeah, I mean we've created a report. We I don't I don't want that slander towards our, our great ranger lord. Um da -da 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 -da. I think I am going to sort of step forward, move over a little, call it here um and i'll so to say something along the lines of this like well that's not very nice of you and i will cast thunder wave Ooh, very nice uh, which as i understand it is a 15 foot cube around me let's use the measuring tool so Ar around you or from you it's on self so okay. 15 foot cube. So you'd be just shy of the paladin. You'd have can we amend and just move me like five inch more? Absolutely, you can. 
Great. So yeah, so I would have sort of just like get in front of the group and just like thunder waved at them. Um Perfect. So you cast just, Thunder Wave as you hear thunder just kind of echo out kaboom as you see like the sh- the, ca- the the walls of the cave shake a bit of stone debris comes falling down from the top uh as you see this force of thunder go blowing out forwards uh what is your spell save dc it is a 14 14 let me do the cultist first and it's constitution save i'm gonna take a wild guess uh yes it is cultist one uh and adding a plus four bonus to it uh that's a save. 17 plus 4 is 21. And 16 plus 4 is 20 as they all... Oh, and the paladin herself. Oh, a 3 plus 4 is 7. The paladin actually takes the full brunt Tinnitus. of <laughs> uh, Yeah, so on a successful, they take half as much, and they're not pushed. On a failed, they take... 3d8 damage, thunder damage, and push 10 feet away from me. So basically, like, out of the cave. Yeah. She is going to bounce back and go boom, and you see her, like, slam off the wall and falls prone. And it's going to take another 5 for being uh, hurled back into the into the wall. As you, you just, everyone else sees, like, Eleanor raise out her arms and go kaboom as you see this magnificent force blow the paladin back and for someone who's very arrogant does not appreciate being knocked off her feet. Uh, dra- it is Dragonbait's turn. Dragonbait is going to go one, two, three, four, five, and he's going to do a melee attack. Hiya. For 19 oh, nice. versus AC. For 321 totals. They are not dead, but they have taken a grievous wound from the Holy Avenger of Dragonbait. As you smell, uh, and yet his battle smells out. You smell violets. I'm mm. right. Quite nice. Pichu, it is your go. Yeah, they do seem pretty clustered up, eh? Um Good idea, Eleanor. I think I have something for that. Uh and a uh he likes to uh, Pichu touches his gauntlets and a uh like a little pneumatic launcher uh, fires off from it, and it's time for a shatter. Ooh. Um, And so then a, like, little clomp of, uh, I guess, pure magical sound explodes out from uh, that point right there, I guess. I think that will still make everybody safe right there technically what is your spell save dc 15 15 yeah okay so cultist one 19 plus four is 23 Mm. 15 plus four is 19 uh constitution plus 10 is 14 so that's going to be a fail 
And, no, I, I, yeah, that's good. Yeah. And the Paladin Elantris, it's a 16 plus four is a 20. So everyone except this cultist right there takes we'll take, take half. Yeah, we'll take half. Uh, and there's no pushing or anything like that. So that's 13. Um, and then uh, the one that seems to take the uh, most damage, uh, Curtis, uh, flies up sort of further away and will uh, make their force strike. That's critical miss. Critical miss. Uh, actually, your shatter crushes the uh, the first cultists as they collapse and they turn into like a sickly green goo as the, the robes they were were very tattered. Just kind of like the, the pure force of sound just smites them sorry i should have warned you to cover your ears <laughs> and that's uh, the end of my turn it is the cultist turn and they're going to gang up on eleanor because she did some mean nasty magic and they're standing next to each other so they're going to get advantage for their fanaticism yep. that is a 23 versus ac yeah that'll hit <laughs> For seven slashing, as they go, psh, as they come in, and the second one is a twenty, not a uh, a dirty twenty, not a natural twenty. Yeah, that that still hits. <laughs> for five. Oh, actually, sorry. Uh, because they're within the paladin's aura, that becomes eleven and nine. That's twenty damage. Uh, as there seems to be this hateful necrotic <laughs> essence that seems to be fueling their blades. Ooh. So 20 and 7, so 27 total? Uh, no, 20 in total. 20 in total. Oh, 20 total. Okay, okay. Correct. I mean, that's still... <laughs> that's still a uh, lot. That's still a lot, but... Yeah. And that is their move. Alandris the Redeemer, who rolled a 1 and is slightly above Wano, will stand up for half her move. Tink, 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 tink. Moves her 15 feet. And she will cast... Oh, yes, she will absolutely cast that. She casts Shield of Faith on herself. Mm. And then as a bonus action, that's all she's going to do. That's all she can do. We come to Wano now. Alandris looks very upset she was knocked off her feet, and her cool, blasé affair attitude is now coming to Regina George Mean Girls type of... You're you're gonna feel the, the the holy burn book at this point. Wano, you retort. Um, let's see. I'd like to cast uh let's see. Where how far is this person from me? She is. <laughs> Well, I, I got it. Hold on, just need to. Okay, within range. All right, I would like to cast Bane. Ooh, nice! And you can do that on the cultist as well. Yes. So, up to three creatures. Three creatures stand before you. The one, two, nice. three. Okay, the two cultist with a plus four to this roll is a nineteen. And a 19. Ooh. And a Landris. Uh, four. It rolls a 14 on it. 
Uh, I believe. So that's a fail. That is a fail. So she has a minus four to all her attack rolls and saving throws right now. She deserves it. So the cultists pass. <clears throat> the cultists pass. The paladin failed. Wow. That's very embarrassing for the paladin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, that is your action. You still have a bonus action and a move left. Let me see if I have any. Hmm. I don't have any bonus. Wait, let me make sure. Um, You've already cast a numbered spell, so your heal- your spell casting options would be very limited. Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to move 5, 10, 15, 20. Perfect. Daisy, you see Wano squares up next to you. Daisy, it is your turn, as you've seen some a magical, masterful display of magic being done in front of you. You actually see that all the sound, all the sonic and thunder attacks have actually started like a bit of debris starting to fall from the top of the ceiling. And you actually hear a bit of your your natural ranger sense like, oh, we may be compromising oh, no. the walls of this cat. Oh, bad. There, oh, bad. There is a city of I the mean, dead above you. Good job, but also let's not do that again. <laughs> um I'm going to move forward about here. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to throw one of my hand axes at her. Perfect. Her AC is a significant. And that is a 20. Natural <laughs> 20. Bap. Roll up your damage, please. I have to do her constitution saving throw. Nice job. That is a nine. So I don't know if you double the damage or double I the dice. It's it's been doubled in roll twenty. Okay. One d six plus three is what I rolled. I didn't double anything. All right. Well, you we can either roll another d six or we can double that to eighteen if you wish. Eighteen sounds fabulous. Perfect. Um. And as a bonus action, I'm going to cast ensnaring strike on that. Oh, okay. Absolutely. First, let me do the constitution um, save to see if she... Yeah, do what you gotta do. Keeps. She fails on her shield of faith spell. Wow. Nice. Wow. Well, she is against a ranger lord. Come on. It's true. Uh, so, ensnaring strike, uh, what do I have to roll for that? I believe it's a dexterity. Um, next time you hit a creature with a weapon attack... Writhing mass of thorny vines appears at point of impact. Strength saving throw. Strength saving throw. I assume that's against my spell. Okay, yeah, she yeah. saves. <laughs> yeah, or that 27. Oof, where was that earlier? Uh, but you you <laughs> are level five and above. You do get a second attack if you wish. Let's go. I got two hand axes. Nice. 21. Two hand axes and a microphone. Why do I ever do any other weapon? These guys have always done me well. Uh, <laughs> that is a push. You, you hit her AC of 21. That is a hit. Then, yeah. That is absolutely a hit. Nine again. Nine. Ooh. Paladin is not rolling well. You see her take some wounds. She's like, oh. She's not happy. 
Uh, so you bonus action move attacked. That is I, it. I did it all. Eleanor. All right. I will use. I'm down to a few spells, so I'm going to use a cantrip. I'm going to uh, do torn whip on this guy, uh, the guy that's in front of me. I think. Absolutely. So. The spell save DC 14 for Dex plus four is a natural one. It doesn't matter. Let's go. As where do you wish to move? Ping up, ping on the map where you wish to move the cultist and roll up the damage for it. Um, probably. I don't know when my pingy is not working. Uh, I'll ping it here. Yeah, I can't really ping, but yeah, probably just like essentially like, you know, drag him, drag him around to my other side. Perfect. Bap. So probably your suggestion is perfect. And, and what's then the damage. And then it's as you see uh, these thorny rips, whips come out from Eleanor's hand and just kind of whirls and twirls this cultist behind her. And that is 2d6 damage. Ooh, eight for int damage. Very nice. Very nice. Dragonbait uh, sees you actually smell because he's quite upset. Uh, anger is baked bread. Oh. <laughs> Takes a swing with his Holy Avenger for a 20. I think that's a crit. That is. This is going to hurt. Quite a bit. Yeah. <laughs> Heck yeah. That's uh, 13 plus 18 is 31. Ooh, oh my goodness. Alandris takes a beef. She looks exceptionally bad. She looks like she's in a lot of trouble. As you see, you smell kind of lemons or not lemons. You, you, the, the baked bread scent gets stronger. Pichu, it is your go. I'm rolling terribly. Hmm. I did not expect this fight to go this way at all. <laughs> yes, yeah, this, uh, <laughs> this paladin should be ashamed of themselves. This is uh, ridiculous. Um, Unreal. Okay. Nice tell the story sometimes. They do. Uh, yeah. Why? No, I'll hold on to that. Um, okay. Now I'll just be uh, boring. I'll come up to this uh, um, cultist that has uh, sort of broken the front line uh, and go uh, for an uppercut with my gauntlets. Nice. Anime style. 15 versus AC. 15 is a yeah. push. It's 12 thunder damages. Kaboom. If you've done some serious damage to this cultist, they're uh, not looking great. And then uh, a punch down into the ground. 24 is uh, definitely a hit. Uh, seven more damages. Describe punching this cultist into oblivion. Yes. <laughs> After going up with the left, coming down with the right into the ground. I assume just smashing their spine in half. Yeah, you hear the sickly crunch and you see kind of like this. They're actually not bleeding blood. They've got that same ooze from the sewer that you saw earlier coming out of their body. 
that's a lot of goo uh and then uh with my bonus uh curtis will attack the uh other cultist the 26 Ooh, to hit rolling hot roll up your damage that definitely makes impact uh, can I click it? No. All right. Uh, it's six damages. Six. They've not taken much. Six force, yeah. Okay. So you, as it takes in the shot, as it takes the hit, uh, is the cultist retort, and they are going to attack Eleanor. They don't get advantage anymore because all its friends are dead. Heck yeah. For 16 versus AC. Uh, AC 13, so it still hit. gets me. This is going to be plus four, is for seven slashing. Mm. Uh. And this Eleanor's is... looking rough. She's probably like holding like her arm and just like bleeding probably out of it. Well, the uh, the Elandris sees the opening and is going to take a swing with her sword. And she gets multi-attack. Oh! 19 versus AC. Yep. For 9 slashing plus 4 is 13 slashing. Uh, Eleanor's down. Boom. Eleanor's dropped unconscious as you see like these black entrails of necrotic smoke come off of her longsword. Oh my. She turns her attention. Actually, sorry. Uh... Eleanor, that did not happen. I completely Yeah, I was about to say, Bane should have taken hold. She's she's actually, sorry, we're going to bring yourself back up to where you were. (laughs) Rewind time, because I forgot. (laughs) Uh, She's a paladin, and she's going to lay on hands and give herself a full complete ooh, as you see her heat herself up total. Mm. (laughs) Interesting. Interesting. The hits she's taken have been rough, but that's all she can do. Wano, it is your go. She, you had her within two hit points. Wow, wow, that's that's wild. Oh, Curtis should have gone for the other attack. <laughs> should have gone for the yugler. Yeah. Oh, she will cast. She will cast as a bonus action for her next go. You see, her sword lights up blue. Mm, holy or magical weapon here, probably. Um, Wano just claps his hands together and goes, okay, enough of that, and casts Dispel Magic. Ooh. Nice. And since this is a low, uh, lower than level three, it just happens automatically. You see the glow on her sword fade. Wrathful Smite is no longer available nicely done good job yeah cool very good our dearest ranger lord it is your go oh geez well let's do it again so (laughs) let's do it again (laughs) get some hand axes going yeah here we go here we go nope let's not do it again oh you get two two tries 18 though unfortunately just hits the side of her armor and bounces off harmlessly that does not be her ac 18 18 does not hit wow she's wearing full plate yeah 
Mm. Yeah, these he had some good rolls last 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 round. You've all been bonus action negated. See more axes come flying out. I don't have any applicable bonus actions this round. All right, Eleanor, uh, Alandris the Redeemer was glowing menacely, and then Wano casted some dispelling magic, and she's back to normal sinisterness as she stands in front of you and is not happy with the amount of effort she's having to put into this fight. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, Eleanor, who's still sort of like holding her arm dramatically, I mean, it's bleeding pretty freezely. Uh, she will, I don't think anybody's actually in range. They might both be in range, I guess, diagonally, but I will uh, disengage. Oh, perfect. Just to make sure I don't cause any sort of damage and I'll sort of fall back. Brilliant. And uh, say something like, I don't consider myself a coward, but this has been a longer field day than I thought it would. Um, <laughs> uh, you have and, a bonus and a move yep. left. Or whatever. And, yeah, so then as my bonus action, uh, with that sort of like, you know, I'm not a coward, but I'm fighting the good fight. Uh, I'm going to cast Healing Word on myself. Nice. To regain 1d4 Plus my ability modifier. So do it up, do it up. Whoop. Oh. Alright. Three plus your modifier. Yes, and I'm trying to figure out what my modifier is now. Chaka 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 chaka. Eleanor, Eleanor, you're a wisdom. Wisdom. Yes. Then that would be a total of six points, which is not too bad. It's better than zero. Exactly. And it's our beloved Dragon Bait's turn as he's going to take another swingy swing. Get her, Dragon Bait! Or 24 versus AC. Ooh. Nice. Or nine and six radiant is 15 damage as the damage piles onto Alandris the Redeemer once more. Uh, as you smell more baked bread, it's it's filling up the room quite a bit. You can still see like little bits of stone and debris and dust uh, coming down from the top. Uh, Pichu, it is your turn. All right. Uh, seeing his companions are having a little uh, bit of a time uh, hitting um this paladin uh uh a compartment uh, i guess like yeah, on his other gauntlet uh opens up and shoots out uh this uh fairy fire Ooh. uh give me a, a dexterity saving throw with the cultist and our paladin friend here oh, perfect so this plus four the 22 for the cultist man this aura is working great <laughs> for the cultist and for a landris is a 20. Oof. All right. Well, that was a waste of a spell slot. Uh, so, no. Oopsie. Uh, yeah, I thought that was a bit of a leap. Um, well, uh, for the next minute, 
that area has dim light around it. <laughs> um, and finally, as a bonus, uh, Curtis will take another little four strike on the cultist. It's a 13 to hit. 13 as he misses it, the cultist parries off the force blast with its scimitar. That was a turn. <laughs> All right. The cultist sees you aiming with your little friend and comes up to you, Pichu. Gonna take a swing at you with a scimitar for an 18 mm-hmm. versus AC. That is a I think that's a push, actually. It is a push. All right, for so damage it's... is three plus four is seven slashing as it comes out and up, ducks down, and you just go right across your gut. All it can do. Alandris will do some tactical moves and move right in here. Uh, she will cast a bonus action spell and use her multi-attack a one-shot on Dragonbait for a 20 versus AC. Oh. For 17 slashing, ooh, Dragonbait. Dragonbait! Takes some serious damage, and Dragonbait has to give me a constitution save of 20 and makes it and takes half damage. Or two thunder damage, as you see more rocks and stone come down from the top. And you see Alandris focus her gaze on you, Daisy. And she says, really, Ranger Lord, you're going to challenge me. As she swings up her sword. What's that her? Oh, for an 11 versus AC. No. She misses completely. (laughs) <laughs> well, that is her turns we go to wano who's been very clutch this fight wano wants to um let me see just make oh. sure here when i rolled when you rolled fairy fire did she have her bane um oh good uh d4 i forget what she rolled on that one thank you very much uh, let's see, let's see, let's see, dexterity, or it would be a 20. Oh, yeah, then there's no, there's no way. My, yeah. my DC is, uh, 15, so. I'm gonna put a marker on her four. so she knows, I know she has Bane. That's oh. twice I forgot. Um, I'd like to cast Healing Word. Excellent, who are you Healing Word on? Um... I think uh, who needs the most? Barbara? Yeah, I'm a 10 out of 38. (laughs) I think, right? Is that, is it, are we all? Yeah. (laughs) It's a wise call. All right. You get, uh, let's see. Uh, a D4. 1d4 plus my spell casting modifier. Ooh, for Ooh. seven. Nice. Thank seven you. Points. You still have a main action left because that was a bonus action. That was a bonus action. Yeah, you can you can cast a cantrip if you wish. Uh let's oh it does say bonus action. Okay. Cantrip. I will cast. 
Let's see. Hmm, what should I cast from my vast spells that I have? Um, I will cast Guidance. Ooh. Are you casting Guidance on? Um, let's see. Who needs it? It's Who's been it, rolling? It is, huh? an, it, it is for ability checks and not attack rolls, just so you know. Bless would do okay. attack rolls and saving throws. But it's also a concentration. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. If you have sacred flame, that works too. I do have sacred flame. Yeah. Sacred flame. All right. Yeah. I'll do that. Yeah. Who are you casting sacred flame on? On a creature I can see. Must. Okay. So I'll do that on the. Uh... On a landris. On a landris. Okay. So she gets a plus four minus a d four. Ooh, so that's an 18. Roll. For two is a 16, unfortunately. Just misses as she dodges ah. out of the way. Oh. Bane is doing his job, though. It's, it's, a, it's a numbers yeah. game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, then that's my turn. I don't know you. <laughs> you're, not, you're not my supervisor. Uh, Daisy, our ranger lord, you are now face-to-face with Elandris. Okay. Well, I'm just going to keep doing what I've been doing. Oh, my gosh. I'm rolling so bad. Oh, yeah. I get nervous. Yeah. Clanks off of her armor. You do have a second attack. Yeah. Still no. Unfortunately, again, her she's built of hardy material. She just takes the second shot. It ignores it. You see sparks from your hand axis arc off her, her side. Um, as my bonus action, I'm going to do hidden step and turn invisible. Nice. Ooh. And then I'm going to move behind her over here. Perfect. Excellent. Eleanor, it is your go. You've backed up. You've healed. You've seen your, your allies come in and uh, Daisy just disappears from sight. As you see more debris from the, top, from the top come down. Hmm. Let me think here. We're down to some cantrips. Uh, see which one's the, the best use of our time here. Um. Oh, this one's ten feet. That's not too bad. I don't want to get too close to her. I'll, you know, square back up into battle position. Just kind of like I'm not out yet. Nice. Um, and I will sort of like out of my pouch pull out like a little like a, a handful of powder and I'll cast poison spray Ooh. at uh Elandris. Hey, that's and... a constitution save, I imagine, or is it an attack roll? Yes, constitution save. Or they take 1d12 poison. Plus 4 is 12, minus 4, d4. Yeah, she is taking 1d12 poison, please. Heck yeah. Taking five. five. Not so bad, not so bad. It's almost like she's going through like those perfume and, and cologne counters up the, at the at the mall. She's like, ah! Yeah. Ah, <laughs> oh. <laughs> what is that, my turn. <laughs> Five. Ooh, she's taking damage again. 
Dragon Bait is going to try. He smells baked bread and some poison. Choppy Choppy for 24 versus ACU. Dragon Bait's rolling well tonight for 15. As you see, slashes across her back, as you see kind of like her cape and like her sash is kind of slashed down a little bit. Her black arm is still like keeping her integrity together. As you say, why is it heroes are always the most annoying to fight? Pichu, it is your go. Um, let's finish off this cultist, I think. Uh, Thunder Gauntlets, one. That's an 18 to hit. Ooh, yeah, both hit. Uh, the first one does six damages, the nine damages, so 15 in total. 15? Oh, you've done some serious damage. You see, boom, boom. As you see this impact, then just like the, the thunder sound like vibrating through and goes back. As you get you see more cracks and fissures open up in the cave wall behind you. You see more stone and debris come collapsing down. And then uh, a little blast comes from Curtis. It's a 26 to hit. That's a super hit. Uh, and another uh, six damage. Oh, he's nice. so close. It's like Damn just it. kind of like <laughs> that Mortal Kombat, just stunned and dazed, just kind of like barely holding their scimitar in hand. As is their yeah. turn for the cultist. And they're going and then to they have disadvantage attack anyone else but me right now. Yeah, well, they're definitely going to attack you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, for 21 versus AC. Uh, that should have hit, but instead, uh, a compartment of his, um, uh, oh, nice. his like chest plate blows up and flashes and he casts a shield. Very cool. Nice. Everyone gets that temporary blinding light bing, as this magical shield protects uh, Pichu from the damage. And it's going to be a Landris. Um, I got bad news for you, Daisy. As you see, her eyes go gold. Damn it! And she turns like, "There you are, little little Ranger Lord." And she's going to do her multi attack on you, and maybe actually roll high uh, for a fifteen versus AC. But I got to roll. I got to remove a D four for twelve versus AC. Well, it's nope. not going to do it. As Wano's bane uh, uh. keeps up, and you see the frustration Thank in her face goodness. is growing and growing. It's 20 minus a D4 <laughs> is 17 versus AC. Yeah. All right. For four slashing, but she's going to put a divine smite behind this as well. Oh, oh. Uh For 12 damage. See, as you feel unholy energy just burn into your body and that uh bonus action he's gonna save it wano it is your go oh i have to say this this is um starting to annoy wano <laughs> and this righteous Journey, or he has never did anything wrong. Nothing. Blameless. <laughs> blameless Wano. Blameless. Wano the blameless is what they call him. That's right. <laughs> when did they start doing that? After you get convicted of his first crime. 
Uh, Juano is going to cast. I'm going to use. Uh, yeah, I'm going to cast uh, Guiding Bolt. Ooh, who are you going to do it on? I think we all know the Paladin. It's an attack roll. Do it up. Yeah, we're going to do it on the Paladin. Let's do it. Uh, Guiding Bolt. Oh, Ooh, 25. Nice. Absolutely Ooh, hits. Love it. Roll up your damage and describe you. what is your, your Radiant Guiding Bolt. Just, you know, just Juano uh, just like puts his hands in the air like he's catching a baby. And as he catches the baby, this baby turns into a big bolt. All right. Roll up. Yeah, pain. Hits her square and you can see like her her uh, chest plate is starting to get dented and crumpled as this holy energy keeps slamming down on her for 17. Ooh. Boom. Just fires it off. Right. Into, damage roll. That's a very good. Right roll. into the chest. She's looking rough. She's looking very rough. And just like winks at her like. <laughs> shouldn't have come down here. Daisy, our ranger lord, it is your go. I want to do something real wild. I'm <laughs> sick of this. <laughs> so if I wanted to grapple her, drag her, what do I need to do to make that happen? So it'd be a strength athletics check against her athletics or her acrobatics. And then if you succeed, you can go anywhere you want, but you're going at half speed because you're dragging her with you. I'm going to try. I'm going to try. Absolutely. I want to do something weird. I feel like you get advantage on this, too, because of the guiding bolts. Oh, yeah, you absolutely do, because the guiding bolts. (laughs) Absolutely. And Bane. Uh, The Bane only works for attack rolls and saving throws, unfortunately. Okay. All right. 18. All right. But if I have advantage, we'll try again. No, it's an 18. Or 16, you wrap your arms around Alandris the Redeemer. You can go anywhere you want. You can only move half speed with her, but you can go anywhere you want. I want to get her as close to the Basilisk as I can. Absolutely. You'll you'll provoke an attack of opportunity from the cultist, but you can I'm, push her. Like you, It's free move. You can push her any way you want. I'm, I'm going to attempt to feed her to this thing. So It, it is a common look- Basilisk. Calm emotions last a minute. Oh. So I assume it's over. <laughs> All right. I'm, I don't know. This is my plan. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Uh, go one, two, three. I assume you're I going. I know I might. Yeah. I know I might not get her there all in one go. But you have her in range. Uh, and I will say she has to do a constitution saving throw because you Pushing her towards it. That's right. It's going to look at her. Oh, no. Oh, wow. It's got one eye. And it's, it's got one eye. Wait a second. I got to roll a d4. This is going to be critical. <laughs> for a three, four. Uh, as a 14, just missed. Just missed the, uh, the petrifying. But that is your turn. Eleanor. Is your go as you see big, strong, frillball Daisy the Ranger Lord wrapped her furry arms around Alandris and is forcibly moving her towards closer and closer towards 
the basilisk. What do, what do you wish to do? I'm I'm not getting between between the ranger lord and whatever she wishes, honestly. Um, but I heard Pichu, you know, on his last round being like, why is this guy still over here? So I will uh thorn whip the cultist that remains. Absolutely. You know, we can we can we can handle this guy while Daisy handles Alandris. Unfortunately, the cult is still under the effect of the aura of the actually just out of range. That's still a natural. That's still a 20, though, on the roll. As your thorn tries to wrap around and grab purchase around its leg, but just this cult still has the lingering effects of the of the protection magic as she ah. moves out of the way. I'm so sorry. Uh, no, you're good. Bonus in a move. Uh, I will move to flank it. So that Pichu and Dragonbait may get advantage of some sort. You will unfortunately provoke an attack of opportunity from Alandris because you were adjacent to her. He's going to do it with disadvantage and minus That's a fair. D4. That's fair. Natural 20. Ooh. Of course. Ooh. Of course. <laughs> That's what I get. That's what I get for being a hero, not a scientist. <laughs> but, 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 but because it's a disadvantage, I assume the other one is not a critical hit. Oh, right, right. Sorry. So that is just four slashing plus four is eight. Um, and she will put a divine smite on that. She, she is that paladin. She's just flailing. For 12. Ooh, so eight and 12, it's 20 uh, yeah. damage in total. As it just... She's being held, I'm but she kind of upswings and catches you on the side. I'm down. <laughs> down again for the first time. For the first time. <laughs> this never happened before. Dragonbait is going to come over to you. As you smell, what's his concern smell? <laughs> Dragonbait. <laughs> you smell violets again. As he's going to give you a cure wounds. For 10 plus uh, 10 plus 4 is 14 points of healing as he comes and you see his hands good. restore some vitality to you. Oh. Pichu, it is your go. Uh, all right. Uh, attack one against the cultist. That's a 23 to hit. You don't even need to roll damage. How do you destroy this cultist? Uh, I imagine it's like a short punch right to the gut uh, that flies them back. Um, uh, and, you know, shatters their bones once again. <laughs> you see larger debris begin to fall from the ceiling with more th as more thunder sounds echo out and reverberate throughout the cave. Uh, cultists what? are done. And then uh, Pichu will move over and be like, yes, hold uh, hold them quite still. Uh, so I assume I have advantage on this roll. You do. You do. All right. Uh, burp, burp, burp. Oh, my God. It's only 13 to hit. This paladin is incredible. So you just landed in, into the side of the armor and kapunk as you, you see her begin to almost trying her best to fight against uh, against Daisy. And then uh, a little peep from 
Curtis. Oh, I'm so sorry. Nine. Just no. This armor this paladin's wearing is doing a lot of heavy lifting today, as Alandris is trying to like just thrash out of uh, Daisy's arms. And then it's going to be Alandris's go. Again, she's within range, so Constitution save. Uh, ooh, let's roll a d4. Two sixteen. Ooh, almost, almost again. Uh, she's going to try and bust a Kate out. So Daisy, you're going to give me a opposed strength athletics check. You got There's right. seventeen. Come on, twenty. 20 as you, oh, she's. You can feel like she is a strong lady as she's just like trying to flex her arms and you're like, nope. Ranger Lord says you're staying put as you just <laughs> furl bog bear hugger. Keep her in space in place. That's all she can do. Wano, it is your go. Oof. Wano is going to. Uh, let's see. Oh. says i have a range of 120 so uh, i don't need to be is this like am i a, a disadvantage with where i am now uh no Eight? you you actually have advantage because she's restrained oh okay cool so i'm gonna i'm gonna do another guiding bolt then perfect do it up 22 apps just barely hits her ac roll up your damage there we go. Bring that baby out. 12 Wano, describe how you've killed Alandris the Redeemer with your last guiding bolt. Again, Wano, the, the uh, what, what was I calling? What does everyone call me? I mean, yeah, the, uh, blameless. The, blameless. <laughs> the blameless. Wano, the blameless. <laughs> like the eyes are shooting up. And you could see the, you know, the just the radiant damage bless Wano. He speaks a little giant, you know, to his <laughs> all-father, Anam. Nice. And just brings in this bolt and just one-handed to the face. As you see, like, just the front of her flesh and skull just begin to get melted off by radiant light. Daisy, you gotta, like, you gotta avert your eyes. <laughs> As you see, just she slumps forward and then you just see like her, she begins to lose consistency as she turns into like this black goop and it just all begins to melt and liquefy as it just sinks all into her armor as it all collapses, clank, 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 down to the ground. You see like this black pool of ooze uh, come out at your feet as you see more bits of debris begin to fall down uh, from the top. Congratulations, you have killed Alandris the Redeemer. It is also 10.30, so we are going to call it there. So future episodes, uh, we have a live show coming up at Fan Expo. Uh, Pichu will be part of the party. Oh, cool. That oh. is going to oh, I wish uh, I was going now. do a follow-up episode, but we are going to do a big meeting Avengers episode with everyone involved to come down and be like, hey, WTF, mates, what, what have you been experiencing so far? Um, but that is it. Uh, you guys are almost done. There's two episodes left to record. Uh, thank you so much for playing. That was a great fight. It was great role playing. You guys are amazing. We got wow. to see our, our range of shine. 
Uh, we got to see Wano remain blameless for all his actions. <laughs> uh, thank you so much for playing. Thank you so much for listening. And we'll see you at Fan Expo. And uh, yeah, we're almost ready to finish wrap up volume two of Tales from Troll Skull. Thank you so much, everybody. Yahoo!